Hi, this is Winnie. This is Grace. And this is Jasmine, and welcome back to another episode of Boba Podcast. Uh, for this week's episode, it is our Christmas special. Woo! Merry Christmas! Happy holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas. Um, and for this episode, we thought we'd start off by talking about our family traditions. So, Grace or Winnie, do you guys have any family traditions do you guys do during Christmas? I feel like Christmas is basically like Thanksgiving in my family. If y'all listen to the Thanksgiving episode, and if you didn't, please go listen to that. (laughs) Shameless plug. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like, I feel like the most we do is just another big family dinner. But other than that, we don't really do much. I guess go to the mall, look at the Christmas decorations there. But like... Other than that, I don't think I really have any Christmas tradition. It's an Asian household. Christmas does not mm-hmm. exist here. I feel like if it's not Chinese New Year or the Autumn Moon Festival, mm-hmm. she don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, same here. I feel like for the holidays, like, they're basically just an excuse for our whole family to, like, have, like, giant family dinners, basically. Yeah, uh, I, same with Winnie. Like, I, we used to do, like, a lot more stuff, but I just feel like, as of recently, like, we just got lazy. Yeah, like, it's just getting lazy <laughs> over the years. Yeah, yeah it's kind of just like, well, I gave you the birth, the gift of life, so, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> what gift do you need? Yeah, I feel like every holiday is just an excuse to have, like, a nice family dinner and, like, just eat some yummy food, but there isn't really, like, a specific tradition our family does either. Like, did your family ever do those, like, Christmas cards, like, a Christmas, like, photo and, like, send it? No, yeah. bro. <laughs> do, like, my, like, I don't even have a single photo with Mr. Santa Claus, so, of course, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> oh, no, but it's funny that you bring that up, because actually, like, my neighbors literally, okay, here's the thing, like, we never talk to our neighbors right like at most we maybe say like a casual hi or something but like they pulled the whole like you know we are the johnston's thanksgiving kind of like situation and gave us like a whole like card with like their whole family on it and like a whole tin of like homemade fudge or something and i was like dude that's really nice but also like we don't really talk to you at all but thank you but thank you (laughs) oh my god that reminds (laughs) me of something um there's this netflix Christmas series that came out last year with um what's her name Ashley Tisdale and this one other girl Bridget Mendler oh wait what really what I'm talking about uh, it's like a Christmas series with those two in it and then the family or those like type of families are like hella tight-knit so they like crazy type of tight-knit right so like it's like you mess with my family I fuck yours up type of family, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. they were gonna, I think it was Ashley's character and her husband, um, they sent out Christmas cards of, like, a photo of them together, right? And, like, Ashley's character already, like, mailed it, and then the husband got mad and was like, why'd you already mail it? Turns out he was gonna divorce her, and that's why he didn't want her to mail it. So, oh. So, like, that's why I'm, like, I feel like those, like, family, like, photo christmas cards like they could like wait be kind of awkward if like the family isn't like together anymore and like they divorce or whatever oh snap i never like crossed my mind before yeah, no same here <laughs> dude that never crossed my mind until like you just mentioned it and i remember this i was like oh i feel like that's like thinking of like the worst case scenario kind of thing it's kind of just like <laughs> Like, this is, like, Jasmine kind of train of thought kind of thing. It's like, oh, my gosh, like, what if this family, like, divorces? What? And I'm kidding. 
mean, I mean, that's something you would do, Jasmine. You go down that train. Down that <laughs> okay, train like <laughs> once I get on that train, it's hard to get off. Dang, that's not a train I've ever been on before. <laughs> well, on that, don't note, get on that train. <laughs> well, on that note, let's hop onto a different train of thought. Since we don't really have that many family traditions that we do currently, are there any like family traditions that we want to implement in the future? Like if we have like our own family or well, something that like you see yeah. in the Christmas movies, and you're like, oh, that'd be kind of fun to do hell yes you know those you know those families in christmas movies where they go all out i'm gonna be that mom i'm gonna be that mom around the holidays every (laughs) other day i'll be the typical tiger parent but on christmas i'm gonna be that mom so like what what I've always wanted to do is the moment Thanksgiving is over, Christmas decorations up, big ass tree, tinsel everywhere, reefs everywhere, have those blow up Santas on the front porch, front yard, <laughs> and like the reindeers and all shit, just like crazy decked out decorations. Like you know how when you go to those rich neighborhoods and you see like their house all like decked out that's what i want to do with my future house and yeah, that's so much work though hey anything to make christmas magical for my kids and for me <laughs> because i never had it as a kid <laughs> just basically me reliving through all the things i wish i had as a kid You're living through your kid huh yeah i'm living through my kid another thing i would want to do is i would want to like implement a tradition where like maybe like every christmas eve christmas cookies as a family or something like that just like making some sort of like sweets and then like have like a specific christmas movie like that one movie Uh like just like Uh that's like your family's movie Uh that you watch every single year when you're making those cookies or something and then we have family ugly sweaters matching yeah that's something i wanted to do i wanted to do (laughs) ugly sweaters that sounds so fun I want to have, like, an ugly sweater party. Oh, dude, invite me to that one day. <laughs> I'll bring, okay, I'll bring the cookies. Grace can bring the eggnog. The egg, oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, okay, like, recently, like, okay, kind of not really related, but okay, for anyone who's listening out there, eggnog and coffee together slaps! Oh, my gosh, because I tried, like, the eggnog latte from Starbucks the other day because, like, I needed that caffeine hit because, you know, like, I was, like, a walking zombie, and, like, dude, it tasted really good, so I, like, me being myself, I went out and bought, like, a big-ass, like, tub of eggnog, and just started, like, pouring that shit into my coffee every day, and it's real good. The Boba podcast episode, if Grace doesn't talk about it. <laughs> it's, like, literally nobody, Grace. So, like, like have you coffee tried coffee? <laughs> um, oh, but that's another thing I feel like I would like to implement, though, like, the whole, like, you know how, like, during Christmas time, there's, like, specific, like, foods and, like, beverages that people consume around that time. Like, uh, when he was saying, like, the cookies, like, gingerbread cookies, mm-hmm. gingerbread houses, oh, that would be fun. And, like, eggnog. What else is there? <laughs> uh, oh, like, oh. hot chocolate. The one thing that everyone yeah, yeah. hates, fruitcake. Ew. Okay, that, that's an <laughs> exception. Y- y'all, y'all can, like, uh, keep your fruitcake there, huh? <laughs> okay, like, I don't want to eat it, but I want to have it there. Just for the sake of like, you know, because it's Christmas. Like you can't, it's not Christmas if there isn't a fruitcake that no one eats. Just for decor. Just for, <laughs> just decor, for decor. You just leave it there. It's still going to be there in March and nobody touched it. And it's like rock hard. Oh, I also like would love to put up like a bunch of Christmas lights because we used to do that actually as a family. But then, you know, lazy. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. 
I used to have these Christmas lights back in the day were circular, so it looks like a peppermint, right? And then every other one was like a different color. So it's like red, green, red, green. And then we turn on the lights, it sings jingle bells. Whoa, what? Here's another thing. Oh, okay. This was this- something that I didn't realize was somewhat of a tradition that I had as a kid. Every year around Christmas, like we would bring up those lights and then we would have the um, we have like a really small tree. She like she's small. She's like one foot. And me, like, my brother, my cousins, we would put on a little like Christmas performance for the parents. Uh, I guess that was the tradition that we had. But it, it was we just looked stupid. But like, like, did you really have a childhood if you and your siblings and cousins didn't put on a show for the family? I was just gonna ask. Like, I feel like. As a kid, I did that so often. Is that like a Asian household thing, or is that just like a? No, I think that's just a, like a like a like. And I feel like that's just like a childhood thing for any kid that lived in like the era before they got consumed by technology. I've never had that, but I mean, can't relate. But that's really cute. <laughs> you know what? Call up your cousins and be like, "I right, this year we're we're, we're performing for the family. We're gonna the, this is the track list. We're okay. Number one, Jingle Bells. Number two, Last Christmas. Number three, Santa Tell Me. This is our performance order. Dude, pull up Mean Girls. Dude, pull up Mean Girls and do the whole Jingle Bells rock. Dude, imagine performing that in front of your parents. <laughs> oh yikes. <laughs> Slightly inappropriate. Okay, just do a PG version of that. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Any other traditions y'all would want to have in the future? Do you want to build a snowman? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> we, there's no snow anywhere. Oh, that's yeah. another thing. I feel like something I would want to do more often, like near the holidays, is like actually go on a trip to somewhere that actually has snow. Dude, snow's like magical. I feel like it transforms like the whole like area into this very like Christmas like festive vibe. Mm-hmm. I feel like kids that like grew up in like states that actually have snow, their first sign of like, oh, it's gonna be the holidays is when they see like it starts snowing. Us out here in California are like, oh it's just another sunny day. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> it's really like fifty something degrees like, oh she kinda cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And not just that, I feel like a lot of movies too, like the snow is like you know like the romantic time you know like mm-hmm. that's when like you know the magic kind of happens sort of thing uh this might also just be my single ass mm-hmm. kind of like projecting but yeah i think that would be kind of cute okay but like snow is not as nice as the movies make it because like, yeah, like it's cold it's cold <laughs> it's not like it's not as, like, soft and fluffy as you would think it would be and then yeah. when you like it hurts okay yeah that's true and also like i feel like i'm the type of person who can't stand cold like hot weather is okay because you just rip your clothes off and you're good right but i feel like for cold weather like no matter how many clothes you put on like you always feel chronically cold oh no 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 i feel like that's the opposite for me i like i'd rather be in a blizzard than be in a heat wave because in a blizzard at least you could like heat up your room and put on like hella layers and wear hella blankets like there's a solution right but if you're in a heat wave (laughs) no matter how many layers you take off it will still be hot you can't take any more layers off you can't take off your skin (laughs) that's true Um, but then you get to eat more ice cream you know to cool yourself down so Okay, but you could drink your hot cocoa to warm yourself up. You could drink your hot tea. You could drink your hot coffee. Damn, you right. You right. But also, like, I know that, like, for at least for my household, like, we never turn on the heat. 
Yeah. Because like they refuse to turn on the heat. They're like, you know what? Just put on more clothes. And I'm like, dude, you can only put on so many clothes before you can't like move your arms, you know? But like, there's no need for the he- uh, heater in an Asian household. We have something called the Asian blanket. <laughs> that thing warms you up oh, so much. <laughs> I feel like that blanket along with Tiger Bomb um, are like the two like quintessential Asian household items. <laughs> This special time of year also comes a lot of special movies. I think you all know what we're talking about. Insert every Christmas movie ever made. And I feel like there's like a lot of good ones out there, actually. Like a lot of like nostalgic, really festive ones. But there's also like a lot of really bad ones. So let's talk about that, shall we? What is one Christmas movie that you have to watch every single year, no matter what? Mm -hmm. I feel like for me, like there isn't one movie I watch like annually. But I know when I was younger, like... I would watch like Home Alone. Mm-hmm. It's like around this time. Wait, I'm blanking on the name, but there was this one where it was like the th- the past, present, and future, and like the spirits, and oh, then like the Christmas really like Carol. Christmas- yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. I used to watch that. Every okay, I watched. Good, I watched the Barbie version of that one. Of course you would. Wait, what? I, have the, I have the DVD from when I was younger too. Uh, that's I swear it. <laughs> I have the Barbie version of every single like Christmas movie. I swear, if you look hard enough, it's probably there. <laughs> okay, like let me let me just like, lay it down for y'all. The Barbie version of A Christmas Carol, the Barbie version of The Three Musketeers, the Barbie version of The Nutcracker, the Barbie version of Rapunzel, the Barbie version of Swan Lake slaps all of them slap dude i forgot about the nutcracker one that one was good though yeah no one does it like barbie does it yeah no for <laughs> oh my god speaking of barbie okay for all of y'all that don't know jasmine never watched barbie as a kid and i am very disappointed i'm friends with her wait wait actually i don't even know i feel like i might have actually i actually i don't know maybe you might have but like it just didn't like hit Resident the same you know like i feel like I might have as a kid, but then, like, I just don't remember. But at the same time, like, Winnie's, like, still gonna, like, <laughs> you know. Like, how can so. you not remember the god that is Barbie? Like, it's Barbie. Dude, she's getting, like, personally offended. She's ready <laughs> yeah, to, like, freaking, like... Barbie shaped my whole childhood. <laughs> but every time I, like, go to Target and I see a new Barbie movie, I will, like, beg my parents to let me buy the DVD. And then when I have that DVD at home, I, I watch that movie at least once every single day for like a month straight Dang. it got to the point where there's like some barbie movies where if you start playing it i know all the fucking lines to it impressive you know how like some people complain like okay now that we're older and like how everything is a lot more censored now there's like moms wow. that complain like about how like barbie is like too skinny it's gonna give girls body image issues whatever right like nah barbie never gave me that you know what barbie gave me she gave me <laughs> career issues she was a doctor she was an astronaut she was a lawyer she was <laughs> like barbie was everything that's the only thing that she made me insecure about it's not oh <laughs> like she didn't make me insecure about my body she made me insecure about my future Okay, but you got a point there. I feel like Barbie, like, she was kind of, like, the embodiment of, like, the perfect woman. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, she got the personality going. She got the looks going. She got the whole, like, you know, I can be a doctor. I can be whatever you want. Barbie don't need Ken. Ken needs Barbie. Facts! 
dude, I didn't even know about, I actually didn't know Ken was even a thing until, like, really later on of my me childhood. Me too, me too. Yeah. Okay. See, that's how much of a, see, Barbie don't need no man, okay? She's a strong, independent-ass woman who don't need no man. You know the Barbie girl song and how they sang Ken in it? Like, it never registered in my brain that Ken was, like, someone until much later when they made the different barbie series the life in the dream house series that's when i was like oh so that's her boyfriend or like in the later barbie movies where like they introduced ken i was like oh that's her boyfriend no wonder why they <laughs> sang about a ken in the song it makes sense now but wow. back to christmas movies oh yeah dude. <laughs> This just became like a five-page essay on why Barbie was a symbol of empowerment to women. <laughs> yes. Yes. I can write a five-page essay. Easy. Easy. Okay. Anyways, Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your Christmas movie. Like, what's like a Christmas movie that you watch every year? So yours would be Christmas Carol, right? Uh, not every year, but I do remember watching a couple times and I was like, well, it did kind of give me nightmares, not gonna lie, because I was like, dude, like, what if that happens when I'm, like, sleeping? Like, what if some, like, spirit takes me away? But it was pretty entertaining, yeah. And Jasmine's would be Home Alone. You know, just from my little Barbie spiel, you can clearly kind of tell who's the most childish out of all of us, or who, like, has the most, like, child, like, nostalgia. But, like, the one that I watch every year religiously is Arthur's Perfect Christmas. Or, like, The Perfect Christmas. You know the TV, like the kid TV series, Arthur? Yeah. They have, like, this one Christmas special. And I watch that shit religiously every single year. Occasionally, I watch the Curious George one. Oh, my gosh. I loved watching Curious George <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> Little side note. <laughs> Curious George was, like, basically a same-level throne as barbie also arthur those those shows shaped my yeah. childhood i used to have like a curious george poster in my room i didn't just watch curious george i lived curious george. <laughs> did your school ever have this scholastic Bruh, that was ah, the best oh, yes! yeah. and then they always lure you in with books that have like a special something to it right yeah it's yeah. like curious george book and i'm pretty sure like that book had like a poster included in it and i was like oh i want that poster so i like bought the book <laughs> yeah they tricked you into reading that's how they did mm-hmm. it oh my gosh i'm like recalculating like all my like past decisions but like there was this other book that had like band-aids included so she got scammed by band-aids that was like oh this is the coolest thing ever and i'm like they're just band-aids but okay i swear kids make like the best fundraisers because like Oh, the, yeah. the principal will be like, right, you sell $500 worth of this and you'll win an eraser. And then the kid, yeah, like, like, as a kid, you're like, an eraser? Hell yeah! <laughs> Dude, I swear, you could give them a used tissue and they'd be like, oh my god, this is the best prize ever. I feel like I can't really think of like a ton of amazing Christmas movies just because I feel like the amount of trashy Christmas movies just like overpowers it. Yeah, I mean, we could hop on to like the rom-coms because I know like... Uh, mm, girl, I got a lease. <laughs> So if y'all have listened to our Thanksgiving episode, now their shameless plug, me and Grace briefly mention these two Christmas movies on Netflix, mm-hmm. which you can watch now. It's one is called Holiday, and then Trash. <laughs> and then another one is called Christmas Drop. Trash. But to give like a little brief synopsis of Holiday, basically, it's like. These two people, they're, like, the type of people that are, like, they don't do relationships. They don't do commitment. But, like, you know, every time, like, every year around the holidays, you go home for the holidays and parents are, like, so why are you still single? Where's that special someone? And they're, like, on your ass about finding 
that future husband, future wife. So like basically what they do is they get a holiday. So they get someone that will date them just around the holidays for the purpose that they won't like get questioned mm-hmm. about Wait, their singleness. Not really super related to Christmas movies. Does your family like do that when you guys go to like fam- family gatherings and stuff? Like they're like, oh, like, where's your boyfriend at though? Like you got to get a boyfriend. Okay. I feel like they don't do that yet just because we're still in school. I feel like the moment I graduate college, that's when they'll start doing that. Oh, they'll be like, where are my grandkids at? Kind of Yeah. Thing. Because yeah. like right now, how like you're in like school, they're like, focus on school, get that job, get that degree. But then the moment you're out and about working in the real world, they're like, I so like where my grandkids at. When you gonna give me nieces and nephews? <laughs> yeah, for real. Wait, what about you, Jasmine? I feel like they haven't really been pushing anything onto me, but like at the same time, I don't know if they're gonna start doing it when I'm like older either. Like I feel like they're the type that wouldn't. I feel like your family's just a little more sane than ours, maybe. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like my family is a little bit more like chill in terms of those kind of things in comparison to your guys' families. Yeah. Dude, my okay, my family may not like bombard me with questions about why my ass is single, but they do be telling me like, "So you talking to any boys yet? Like you searching for that husband?" And I'm like, "I'm trying. <laughs> I'm really trying. We're in the middle of a global pandemic. Like I feel like I can't really. I can't even like." Got them on Zoom. Everyone got the camera off. Oh yeah, true. Anyways, <laughs> um, not relevant at all. <laughs> Moving on. The holiday movie. It's relatable in that, like you know, single Pringles or whatever. But at the same time, like I just didn't like how they like portrayed like both the characters. You know, they made them so unlikable. You know, yeah. How the typical where they make the guy all like douchey and like cool. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to make him that much of a dick. You know. Right? I feel like it's just unnecessary for their girl. They just played the whole, I'm not like the other girls trope to like a thousand max, like higher than they needed to. I just don't like the way that they made the characters just so like unlikable. Like, yeah, you could be like, oh, I'm not like the other girls. Like, you're different, right? But you don't have to make it like so dramatic to the point that it makes her look like she just like hates being a girl. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I do feel like it was kind of just giving off the whole like, I hate everything kind of vibe, Mm -hmm. which I mean, I can relate to, but I feel like, you know, to a certain extent kind of thing. But anyways, other movies I feel like that are. (laughs) Christmas Drop was pure trash too. Basically, the guy works on this like military base in Guam, I'm pretty sure. I don't really remember, but some island. They do this thing every year called a Christmas drop where they use the military like airplanes and stuff to drop off presents to kids on the islands that can't get gifts. The main girl works for like some type of Congress, I forget, but like some type of government thing, right? And then like she was assigned to come to the military base to check out and see what the fuck they're doing with all like the military money and like equipment and stuff, right? And basically to bust them and tell like the person in charge that like these people are wasting our money out here. Obviously, you saw where that goes. Like, the guy, like, acts like a douche. And then the girl's like, man, fuck this guy. But then, like, you know, later she finds out, like, oh, he's actually a sweetheart. He's trying to help these kids. Yeah, I feel like that's just, like, the the template for every single, like, movie. Rom-com movies are still so addictive. We may, like, trash it all we want, but we're always, like, let's go watch a Christmas rom-com. Something about it is so addicting and, like just can't help but watch it and then like while you're watching you're like oh my gosh but then like yeah me and grace like, when um the princess switch switched again came out we're <laughs> like girl let's watch 
Yeah, well, we get so excited. <laughs> We're like, what, what like, are we doing? But even though the first movie was pretty bad, I will say the second one is better than the first one in terms yeah, of... Yeah, it was actually so interesting, though. In terms of, like, the comedics of it, like, the comedy, like, so much funnier than the first one. is. And, oh, my God, like, the third triplet, right? She made the move. She carried the movie. For real. Dude, Vanessa Hudgens and her, like, three-character acting carried the whole movie. I swear. I mean, even though her British accent is pretty bad, you can't deny the fact that acting carried the movie. It was just funny, you know? Like, I feel like it kind of knew it wasn't, like, super serious. It wasn't taking itself seriously. So, like, mm-hmm. it just made the whole experience kind of fun. I feel like Christmas movies I end up liking more are, like, the ones that are more funny than they are more romantic. Because mm-hmm. it's just, like, for, like, shits and giggles. But there is one that I feel like the more romantic side of it is, like, really good. And I think Jasmine will like this because, like, I know she's a diehard rom-com fan. She likes, like, sweet movies, right? Um, It's called Midnight at Magnolia's. Basically, it's about these two people that are best friends since when they were, like, kids. And, like, their families are also, like, really good friends. Okay, so the two main characters are basically hosts on, like, a radio talk show. In order for them to, like, get big because they got offered to, like, go up to, like, a regional level where they get to talk at, like, a bigger talk show where everyone in like the whole nation can hear them other than just the local they wanted to like bring in more audience they were gonna reveal that they're dating so then they had to pretend that they're dating but like you you know how that goes oh that's kind of cute though i feel like the movie will be pretty cute yeah it was pretty cute like like not gonna lie i had my you know my little cold heart no soul person a little teared up another one that was pretty bad that i watch was called Christmas Cat, basically about the girl that's like an undercover detective, but like she's like hella bad at dating, but then she met this guy at this party and she's like, this guy's like perfect for me, right? But then like, turns out that guy's like one of the suspects on like a case. I mean, that one was kind of funny, but like still bad. I think it's like the bad ones that are like the most funny, honestly. (laughs) They're just so bad that you just can't stop watching. Netflix be pumping out like, so many like holiday movies if y'all want a holiday series okay i think this one jasmine will also like because it's like a very like sweet series called dash and lily and each episode's about like 20 minutes and then i think there's like eight it's basically about these like two teenage kids they find each other through like a scavenger hunt in a book homegirl's been single like her whole life so like her brother and her brother's boyfriend were like, I right, let's help you. Let's set you up. Because your type is probably going to be someone that loves reading as much as you do. So we're going to write in this little notebook, like a little clue for them to try to solve and leave it in the bookstore. And then there's this guy that came in, which is Dash. And then he finds the book and he just like goes through the whole like scavenger hut. And then like after he does all that, he leaves a clue for her. And then it just like goes back and forth where they just leave a clue for each other in the book and like a mission, like a dare for them to complete until like they reach like a certain level where they're like, I let's meet. That's what they'll meet. So it's like a very unrealistic way of finding love, but it's sweet. I feel like another thing about rom-coms is like, how unrealistic they are. I also like hate how they set expectations so high. 
Oh, someone yeah. now in my mind I'm like oh so if you don't save me from this like pickup truck that's about to run me over in the ice from a riding a reindeer like a mile away before y- you know just like some yeah cr- like like the slow motion the timing of those like saves like it just don't make sense but like it's it just does somehow like if if you don't do that then yeah, basically, if you're not in, like, a knight in shining armor kind of situation, then it's like, I don't want it. Oh, my God. The, the, the night, night before, before Christmas. Christmas. Vanessa Hudgens movie. Another one. Oh, that one was so bad. I oh, yeah, that was even worse than The Princess Switch, I think. That one was, like, one of the few that I just could not watch through. I think it's just because, like, you couldn't clearly tell that, like, the budget was so low for that movie. Like, the costumes, the sets. I, I get that you're going for like a you know a medieval olden times look, but like, do you even try? It just looks like a school play. What boggles me is the fact that they're able to get so many like big name actresses on like these movies. You know, like Vanessa Hudgens, Emma Roberts. Like these would be like you know top tier actors. I feel or actresses. Somehow they end up on this like really really like low budget, low scale movie. Maybe that's like their whole marketing strategy is where they get like a-list actors on there so like people will be forced to like watch these movies just because of these like famous actors are in it but like they damn well know these movies are gonna be so bad that no one will watch it unless there's someone famous in it yeah that's true the budgeting issue like since they got so many like a-list actors and actresses they couldn't spend as much oh yeah because i gotta pay them a lot too I still liked it. And it was simple. And, like, I feel like that's what I like about, like, rom-coms. It's, like, as much as, like, they're unrealistic and they're, like, romanticizing everything, it's still, like, you know, like, wholesome and, like, easy to watch. I feel like that's what I just enjoy in movies in general. <laughs> like, I feel like there's a lot going on in real life that, like, you know, in movies, just to have something, like, just work out. Like, everything works out. I feel like the thing that, like, bothers me most about the unrealisticness of these movies is just how stupid the characters are. In, what's that one movie? A Cinderella Story? Another Cinderella Story? The Christmas one? Like, how can you not tell who the girl is? Like, there's nothing covering her face. Dude, that's something that all those A Cinderella story, like, bothered me. It's like, how can you- you tell me that you love this girl, that she's your one and only, but you can't even tell that that's your girl? Like, it's not even that hard! Like, she's the one blonde girl in the whole school, and you can't tell that that's- okay, okay. You can't recognize her, like, breath. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you didn't recognize her until, like, she falls down into the same position that she was in the beginning of the movie where like she got like milkshake all over herself like you didn't you didn't realize it was her until she was in like the same exact scenario the first time you saw her <laughs> use your brain kind of thing you know what i mean anyway are you blind uh, i feel like we could go on and on about like crappy christmas movies slash crappy movies in general but I think that's enough of us shitting on these really bad Christmas movies, but like for sure they're so great watch if you got nothing else better to do around the holidays and you just need a little like good feeling in your heart, your cold, cold, soulless heart. (laughs) (laughs) You need something to warm that up, go watch some Netflix Christmas movies. Let's move on and talk about gifts so i feel like every year 
people probably have some type of debate about whether it's better to just buy one big gift for someone or to buy many like smaller gifts for someone. What are your thoughts, ladies? I feel like for me personally, like receiving wise, I like one big present over than like a lot of small presents just because like not to like discredit someone's gift giving or something like that, but sometimes you're just like random stuff that you don't really need. But then whereas if you just get like one big present, but then at the same time, I know some people that like enjoy unwrapping a bunch of like smaller gifts. So I feel like giving wise I'm like kind of divided on my answer I feel like it would depend on the person mm-hmm. oh before we continue I want to clarify like with y'all like when we like when we talk like small versus big gift do we mean like literally like the size or do we mean like the price I was thinking more price wise yeah, okay yeah, okay because I was thinking price wise okay yeah, yeah. I agree with Jasmine. I feel like it depends kind of thing. Uh, then I, I don't really speak from experience at all, though, to be honest, because like, oh, uh, I was never a big gift receiver nor giver because that's just not really something I feel like that happened a lot throughout my life. So, yeah, I feel like I'm the type of person that prefers giving gifts more than receiving because I really like, like, I enjoy the whole shopping process for someone, the whole wrapping of the present for someone. Like, it's the whole, like, process of, like, figuring out what you get to even get them in the first place. So I really like that. And, like, you know, seeing the smile on their face when they open it. So I feel like I prefer that. But depending on, like, big versus small, I feel like it, like Jasmine said, depends on the person. I feel like it, the closer you are to me, obviously, the bigger the gift I'm going to get you. But if you're not super, super close to me, then I'll probably give you a smaller gift. Just so, like, we don't feel, like, guilty. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Because I feel like that's, like, that's a struggle. Like, you have to kind of, like, match the level of the gift that someone else gets you. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. like, one party is going to feel guilty for not getting a gift as big and you feel, like, in debt to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. One of, like, the gifts that I absolutely hate receiving, this is a little, you know, a little hints up for you ladies if you guys ever buy me a gift. And a f- to a future boyfriend, wherever you are, I hate, <laughs> <laughs> I hate receiving stuffed animals because, like, yeah, what I, am I going to do with it? Yeah, I feel like I'm the same. I'm not a huge stuffed animal type of person. I feel like ever since I was a kid, I was just kind of like, what do, what do I do with my stuff? <laughs> Yeah. It might be also because of my lack of imagination. Because I know, mm-hmm. like, you know, when you're a kid, you like play with your like dolls and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I was just like, what do I do with it? I'm not the type of person. Like, I know I have a lot of friends that like sleep with all their stuffed animals on their bed, but I'm not the type of person that sleeps with stuffed animals on my bed because it takes up space on my bed. So, like, what would I do with these stuffed animals? And like, I only have, I think, one stuffed animal left from my childhood and every other one I gave away to my little baby cousin because I don't play with them anymore so like they're just literally there gathering dust like, I only kept one like the one that's like most special to me but other than that like what am I going to do with these stuffed animals you know and then I feel like another thing is um I don't know if this will like occur for most people but I feel like it will okay I think like relationship wise right if you receive a stuffed animal from like your significant other and then you guys end up breaking up like you don't want to remind her of them right uh because like I didn't necessarily have that with like a significant other but I had it with like an ex-best friend and I have like their stuffed animal that they give me as a gift and I'm like hmm 
so like what do i do with it you know that's true it kind of has like that sentimental kind of value to it i guess i feel like i've only kept the stuffed animals that were like gifts or like i had some like emotional attachment to it like a mm-hmm. like a story behind it mm-hmm. but like, besides that i feel like i also don't see like the bigger purpose of them except they're like cute mm-hmm. true i feel like it's for very like kind of girls you know <laughs> Like, oh, the for the ooh girls. Ooh, yeah. yeah sorry. <laughs> like if I received a stuffed animal, like I wouldn't mm. be mad about it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also like I wouldn't buy one myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like the only like stuffed animal I would purposely go out of my way for is the build a bear stuffed animals because uh, I've always wanted to go to build a bear and build a bear. But I've have never, you never built a bear before? I've never built a bear because okay. There's no Build-A-Bears near me. There used to be one in this one mall, like a city over. Um, but like, they closed that down. So I never had a chance to build a bear because they're expensive. And then I remember once when I was in like Disneyland in downtown Disney, they had to build a bear there. I wanted to build a bear, but the bears were expensive. So I never built a bear. So um, whoever future boyfriend is out there listening to this, please make me, like take me out to build a bear. Dude, that this is off topic, but that would be such a cute like date idea to like that build would a bear. Be. Yeah, <laughs> and you can add like the little voice in there. Yeah, too. yeah. Take me Aww. to build a bear. I want to build a bear. <laughs> Dude, this is so funny. At first, you're like, you know, I don't like stuffed animals. Look at me, stuffed animals. <laughs> take me to build a bear. <laughs> okay, like, okay, don't buy me pre-made stuffed animals. We're gonna make one together. Yeah, we do it for the experience. Okay, it's for the journey. <laughs> well this digress a little bit but back to gift giving and like receiving mm-hmm. um, i feel like this is like kind of off topic but i feel like for me over like presents like rather big or small i prefer like receiving letters mm-hmm. i love letters yeah i feel like it's more thoughtful too you know well fun fact whenever i give a gift i always have a little little note card with a little mini letter for that person Oh, well, that's really so. Sweet. Like, if we're ever in person and we can get each other gifts for birthdays and Christmas, oh you can God, expect a letter from me, dude. If we're ever on campus again, like we have so much we need to do. We need to take Winnie to a build a bear. You take me to a build a bear. <laughs> oh, you know what else I've always wanted to do other than build a bear? Okay, you know my childhood was kind of sad, but um, I've always wanted to have a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. But oh, you've never had the. I've never had a party at Chuck E. Cheese. I always wanted to be in the raffle like machine thingy trying to go to the raffles. That's yeah. awesome. So okay, on Winnie's twentieth birthday, <laughs> we'll go to a build a bear. Mm-hmm. We'll have a party at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, <laughs> raffle thing. We'll write our letters, and it'll just be a grand old time. It'll yeah, good, but the thing is, we need to bring a kid with us because you can't go into Chuck E. Cheese unless you have a kid. Oh yeah, we're gonna look kind of odd, you know. <laughs> Three grown ass adults. One time, like I got like kicked out from Chuck E. Cheese. Why? Why was you too old? Yeah, dude. They told me I was too old. Or no, wait, how? They told me I was too young. Okay, so. What oh wait, what? Oh, plot yeah. twist. <laughs> yeah, apparently I was too young, but I was seventeen. Okay, wait, what? Wait, wait, that makes no I sense. Need to backtrack a little bit. Okay, so basically, what happened is there was a Chuck E. Cheese like nearby where I was hanging out, and so we were waiting for our movies to start because we we're gonna go watch a movie so we're like oh let's go to a Chuck E. Cheese and just you know chill out there right and so we're gonna just play a couple games so we went inside Chuck E. Cheese and obviously we are like 
a group of teenagers walking into Chuck E. Cheese. So that's a little bit suspicious, right? Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, hi. Like, and then she was like super sweet and she was trying to help us out and like get us our like coins so we can like play a couple games. And then like, I think the manager came in and they're like, how old are you? And I was like, oh, like we're 17. And then she was like, oh, like if you're under 18, you need like an adult with you to like play at the games. What? <laughs> what <do you> mean? <laughs> what? Yasha lied and said you were 18. <laughs> yeah, like apparently we were too young to like play arcade games by ourselves because we were 17 and we needed like parental like supervision. And I, so, feel, I feel like maybe the manager was just like kind of trolling you or not trolling you guys, but like just kind of finding any excuse to like get you guys out, you know? Mm-hmm. But we weren't even like a bad group of kids. We just wanted to play some games. That's whack. You guys have, like, the most wholesome, like, group of, like, it's like, I just wanted to play games. <laughs> we, we just wanted to kill some time, you know? We weren't trying to be, like, rude or anything. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure you guys weren't, like, you know how, like, some kids our age, kids our age, are, like, very, like, you know, rowdy and, like, disruptive, or, yeah. like, sometimes, but, like, yeah. We I feel like very, like, respectful, and we just entered, and you're like, you're too young. And we're like, oh, shoot. And so we left, so. Dang. That's so yeah. sad. On um, that note, when he's twenty your birthday, we're going to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll go to Chuck E. Cheese. We'll make you a bear, like a bear. Yeah, we'll have like a little road trip. Winnie already has her like road trip. Yeah, I got my road trip playlist ready. <laughs> we're like turning twenty, and we're like, let's go to Chuck E. Cheese's. We're we're like a wholesome oh, group of gals. <laughs> Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like some people will be like wild and out there, but I feel like honestly, my idea of a good time is just like a- something stupid. Yes, <laughs> like something so like, um, yeah. Anyways, back to the whole uh gifts situation. Yeah. Um, I guess we can like hop on over to like the next topic, like Secret Santa versus White Elephant. Oh, I got nothing to say about this because I didn't even know what White Elephant was until literally like a couple minutes ago when like they explained it to me. I feel like I personally prefer Secret Santa over White Elephant. Oh, but like, let's do a little, little explanation to those that don't know what Secret Santa and White Elephant is. So, Secret Santa is basically where you pick a name out of like a hat or something, and then whoever you pick is who you have to buy a gift for, and you keep that a secret until, you know, the day you exchange gifts, and you only have to buy a present for one person. Mm-hmm. And then White Elephant... um sort of same concept where you only buy one gift but you don't buy for a a specific person you just buy one singular gift and everyone leaves the gift that they bought in like the middle of like the circle and then you go out and pick whichever gift in the pile that you want and someone can steal that gift from you and once that gift is stolen twice whoever stole that gift like the second time that person now keeps the gift sure Back to which one we prefer. I feel like I prefer Secret Santa just because I like the idea of like buying like one special gift for like a specific person rather than trying to find like one gift that could potentially fit everyone in the group. Just because like I feel like White Elephant is kind of like a gamble on what to buy. Yeah, I feel like I'm the same way. I feel like I personally prefer Secret Santa because like I feel like you actually have someone like specific that you're like thinking of and you're like buying gifts specifically for them and it's like a lot more like thoughtful I guess and meaningful at the same time I do enjoy White Elephant at times because it's like it's pretty chill it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun because like like when you said it's like a gamble and you might Mm -hmm. end up getting like a really bad gift 
And it's just really funny to just like see what other people got each other. But I guess it just depends on what you're going for. I feel like what I like most about Secret Santa is um, back in high school when I used to do uh, Korean club, every year we would have the tradition of doing Secret Santa with the club. And what I always like to do is I like to play a little prank on the person that I had to get a gift for because when we fill out like our preferences for what we want and what we don't want, I specifically get them what they don't want and what they do want. So like when they open the gift, they're like disappointed and like sad. You, you know, you gotta lower their expectations first, but then when they see the real gift, they get even more excited and they get more happy. Mm-hmm. So like what I did for one year um so the person that i was supposed to buy a gift for she specifically said she does not want toilet paper and she really wanted like a gift card for like any store because like she doesn't really get that much like allowance from her parents so i was like hey i got you so like i like i got like a box and i put toilet paper and i put like the the gift card like hidden under the toilet paper so when she opened it like there's we literally have like a picture of the moment that she saw the present and like you could see like the disappointment in her face she just looks so sad she's like what is this and then when she saw like the real present that's when she got like super super happy that's something i like to do when getting people gifts is i like to play a little practical joke on them that's kind of a good idea though you gotta lower the expectations when you like bring it back up and then um Another time is, okay, I had another year where this girl wanted a gift card. I don't know what's what people want in gift cards, but um, she wanted a gift card. But what I did was I got my Vans shoebox that I just didn't throw away. And I like put a water bottle in there to give it some weight and then put like crinkled up paper in there. So it looks like it's like a wrapped present. So I like gave that to her and then she like took it when she like grabbed the box she's like what the fuck is this why is this like big box for me like i asked for a gift card right and then like it was basically like a whole ass scavenger hunt like the further she got into the gift the the there's a like, more notes and more things that she has to, like unravel until she finally got to like the money at the end uh, well you know what that kind of reminds me of like that one meme you know like where it's like it was like a chair or something like wrapped in wrapping paper or something and then it was like dang i hope it's an iphone when it's like <laughs> clearly a chair right but then he unwrapped it and then there was like an iphone there and i was like bro what the fuck? oh my god that like reminds me of something else like you know how like they have those memes of where like you have a small box and a bigger box and then a bigger box and a bigger box and it keeps like getting bigger and bigger i did that once for someone back in middle school and she like she thought she was getting a big gift but she ended up getting something like really small oh but it was it was funny to watch them like trying to like get through all the boxes it's like a rust russian nesting doll kind of <laughs> oh i have a white elephant theory i remember in kindergarten we did white elephant but i didn't really understand the concept of white elephant back then all i knew was we just had to buy a gift and bring it into a classroom so like what we were doing in the white elephant like me being me because i didn't really understand what white elephant was i picked up my own gift that i had bought because i'm like obviously like that's the best gift there and then someone took it from me so i don't know what something else and it was beanie baby but it's, it's whatever oh <laughs> maybe that's where like your dislike for animals <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not even a cute beanie baby. Okay, like, it's a, it's like the teddy bear one, but, like, the colors are just, like, weird. What about gift wrapping versus putting a gift in a bag? 
Are you a gift wrapper or a gift bagger? I always loved like, well, I personally really enjoy gift wrapping, but I do feel like it is a little more effort. But I kind of like the process of like, I don't know. I just feel like it looks so like cute and neat. And it's just like the perfect like embodiment of like gift. But that's just my personal opinion. I never really did gift bagging just because buying the individual bags itself is so expensive. Yeah, that too. I feel like gift wrapping is a little bit more like, you know, economically friendly. It's just like you sa- it's like you sacrifice one or the other. Mm-hmm. Like for gift wrapping, you sacrifice your time and energy, but it's a lot cheaper. It is um, a lot cheaper. But okay, I feel like people would prefer to receive gifts that are wrapped more than in a bag because you get the fun of ripping the wrapping paper that's a question i want to ask y'all are y'all uh do you guys like rip the paper like just like a like a monster just like rip it or do you actually like take your time and like you know take off the tape and like try to like unfold it evenly and nicely nah because what are you gonna use the wrapping paper for anyways you just gotta (laughs) (laughs) it was me as a kid but the older i got the more where I like unravel it nicely just because like I feel like the person whoever wrapped it probably put a lot of hard work a lot of sweat into wrapping this and you don't want to ruin it within like two seconds because like dude I get frustrated from wrapping gifts like after a while because like it's like it doesn't like fold nicely or there's like a crease or something Mm -hmm. so like you gotta you gotta like unwrap it nicely a little bit in the beginning and then once you tear it that's when you're like I fuck it yeah basically it's kind of like when you get like a letter in the mail or something and you know the envelope or whatever Mm -hmm. i used to be the type of person who would just kind of like savagely kind of like tear it open but now i'm kind of like okay like i gotta make sure that i don't get like the little like you know like yeah i feel like for me i've been more of a gift bagger it might be because like i'm really bad at wrapping gifts so it's just so much easier to like plop it in a bag and then put some like tissue paper and like call it a day because you know like some gifts like they're shaped weirdly yeah <laughs> yeah no yeah it's another thing it's really hard to wrap some stuff how do you wrap a lot right i feel like another pro of bagging the gift is the fact that it has handles so it's easier to carry your gift when oh, you yeah. give it to that person but then like if it's like a box you're like you're like how, how do you like hold it Thanks for tuning in to our mess of an episode this time on Christmas, um, whether it was about family traditions, um, Christmas movies, or gifts. You know, I feel like we covered pretty much all. So don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page at podcast underscore boba, as well as give a like on our Facebook page, which is just boba podcast page. Uh, New episodes come out every Monday, and don't forget to be outstanding and be awesome. Bye!